Good morning and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about the greater works. You know, Jesus said that the children of Christ will do greater works than these, referring to the works that he did on the earth. Jesus did mighty works. He healed the sick. He cleansed the lepers. He cast out devils. He raised the dead. Jesus did supernatural wonders signs, miracles, and works in the earth. And he said, yet greater works than these shall you do. If you want to know how to activate the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost and how to do greater works, I want you to stick around to the end of this live stream. And I want you to comment in the comments right now. Say, I will do greater works. I will do greater works. You were meant to do greater works. And as you're watching this, give this video a thumbs up and send it to somebody. Someone that needs to know that there's power in the Holy Ghost to do great works in the earth for the advancement of God's kingdom. Good morning, Kimberly and John. I'm sure Mercy's on here. I saw Amber. Amber never misses. She's faithful. Jenna, God bless you. Samantha, Keegan, Maven, Kellen, Max, Jenna, I love it. You guys are great. Keep liking the live stream and keep sending this to people. This will bless you. Hey, Colton. You were meant, designed, predestined to do great works in the earth by the power of God's Holy Spirit. And I'm going to show you how today. These are how you can access the greater works of Christ. Hello, Amy. Good morning, Megan. God bless you, everybody. Let's go to Matthew chapter 3. Somebody type in the comments, Matthew chapter 3 for me. Charity, God bless you. And thank you to everybody that's sharing this today. Matthew chapter 3. Many religious circles. Good morning, Mercedes. We'll make you think. That you're just supposed to check off the list every single week. Go to Wednesday night service, maybe. Go to church on Sunday morning, maybe. If not, become a bedside Baptist. Watch the live stream at home. And then you're good. 
Maybe read your devotions in the morning. But that's not all there is to Christianity. In fact, what separates Christianity from every other religion on the earth is that there's power in the gospel. Jesus gave us the power of the Holy Spirit to live life on top, to kick the devil in the teeth and give him a black eye every single day. Good morning, Logan. So you have access to the power of God's Spirit, and that actually separates you. I remember when I first got saved, I was like, all right, I'm a Christian now. I guess I go to church on Sunday. No. I mean, yes, but no, that's not all there is. You got to be in the church. And if you don't if you don't know the importance of the church, you can go watch. I put it in the community section of this YouTube channel. You can go watch Pastor Kinsey Pody's message last night that she taught on the importance of being in the, in the house of God, in the church. You're going to want to go and watch that. But there's power behind being a Christian. Jesus told his disciples, first he said, Go ye therefore into all the earth and make disciples. When you go ye therefore, you're going to make disciples. Duplicates. People that walk in the power that Jesus walked in on the earth. And that's available to you. And it separates you from everybody else. Look at this. Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. This is John the Baptist preaching. He said, I indeed baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I. Whose shoes I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and with fire. Somebody type in the comments, Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. John the Baptist said, I baptize you in water so that you can be washed clean and you can repent of your sins and your wicked ways and your dead works. But the one coming after me whose shoes I am not worthy to untie, when you encounter him, you'll encounter the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. When the baptism of the Holy Ghost comes upon your life and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you speak out in other tongues. There's a fire that burns on the inside of you. The prophet Jeremiah said it this way. It's like a fire shut up inside my bones. When that Holy Ghost fire comes upon your life, John Wesley, he's a great man of God. Oh, hey, Kiernan. <laughs> John Wesley, a great man of God, said if you will be lit on fire for God, people will come to watch you burn. That fire is the Holy Ghost fire. The fire of God's Spirit living on the inside of you that burns up all wickedness, burns up all sin, burns up all flesh, burns up all carnality, and empowers you to walk by the Spirit, in the Spirit, with the power of the Spirit. <clears throat> we need the fire of the Holy Ghost. That fire is what draws people to watch you burn with the power of God. When I first gave my life to Jesus, I didn't have that fire. I gave my life to Jesus. I was born again. His spirit was living inside of me. But I didn't have the fire to share the gospel. But the moment that I got filled with the Holy Spirit, the moment that I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, 
There was a fire that came inside of me. There was a fire that came upon me. There was an unquenchable fire that was placed into my life. That everywhere I went, I spread that fire. I was contagious. And I have been ever since. Every restaurant I went into, I shared the gospel. Every gym I worked out at, I shared the gospel. Every church I walked into, I shared the gospel. Everywhere I go, every Walmart, every grocery store, every gas station, no matter where I was, the fire of the Holy Ghost went with me. And he does to this day. We need a generation that is baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire that will do greater works in the earth. Time is short. Jesus is coming back. This must be a generation that rises up and says, I will walk in the power of God. And if you agree with that with me, give this video a thumbs up. Put a fire emoji in the comments and share this with somebody. I need the fire of the Holy Ghost. Go to John chapter 14 with me. And at the end, I'm going to pray for people to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. There's no distance in the Spirit. So the same anointing, the same grace, the same fire that's on my life, when I pray for you, through your television, through your laptop, through your iPad, through your phone, through your device on the other side, that same fire will literally come through your device and touch you. There's been some services. One of the times I was touched the most by the fire of God was watching an old video from the 90s. And I watched it and the fire of God fell on me as the man of God was preaching in that video. So even as you're watching this now, whether you're watching this live or you're watching this after it's already posted, I believe the fire of God is going to touch you today. And it's going to burn you in a way that you've never burned before. You used to bring one person to church. You're going to start bringing two, three, four. You're going to be the person that brings dozens of people to church. You're going to be the person that you create a problem in your church where they don't have enough seats. They have to put up an overflow section because they say, I don't know, Mercedes got touched by the fire and now she's bringing everyone she works with. John got touched by the fire and now he's bringing all the, uh, every person that's been in his ambulance. Colton got touched by the fire and he's bringing everyone from the Waffle House. I believe you're going to be those people that get touched by the fire of God. And you start texting and calling and Facebooking and Instagramming, even WhatsApping your friends and saying, hey, you got to come to church. The fire of God is here. And you'll do greater works. Watch this. John chapter 14, verse 12. This is what Jesus said. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me will do the works that I do also. How many times have you heard in religious settings or from religious people? Well, Jesus, he's God in the flesh. So of course he raised the dead. Of course he cursed the fig tree. Of course he healed the sick. Of course he cast out demons. And religion will make you think that that was only for Jesus to do on the earth. But that's not what Jesus said. Jesus said, anyone that believes in me will do greater works than me. He said, you'll do the works that I do. And he will do greater works than these because I'm going to my father. I will do whatever you ask in my name that the father may be glorified in the son. 
If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, you lay hands on your sick cousin. Father, in Jesus' name, heal my cousin. He'll do it. Good morning, Miss Kelly. You need a financial breakthrough in your life? Father, I sow this seed in faith in Jesus' name. Would you produce a mighty harvest in my life? And he'll do it. You ask anything in the name of Jesus and he will do it by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Anyone that believes in me, these works shall he do. And greater works than these shall he do. You were made to do greater works than Jesus on the earth because he went to be with the Father. He was limited on his time on the earth. He only had three years to do the ministry that he was anointed to do. You've been given 30, 40, 50 if the Lord will tarry. You've been given decades to go and do greater works than what Jesus did on the earth in those three years. Somebody type in the comments, I will do the greater works. Well, how, how do we do the greater works? Go to Ephesians 6, verse 10. In order for you to operate at a higher level than what Jesus operated on the earth, now he had the spirit without measure. So you're not going to walk in the anointing that he walked in, but you will do greater works. He said it. We have the, a measure of the anointing. <clears throat> he had the anointing or the power of the Spirit of God without measure. So we do have a measure, but that measure doesn't limit us from doing greater works. But this is how you do those greater works. Ephesians 6.10 says this, Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord. If anyone ever tells you, how many of you know, we are weak in the Lord, we can't do anything without, and we, we can't do anything without the Lord, but they talk like this. How, how many of you know? I know the Lord said, be strong in the Lord. But even in our weakness, he's made strong. Amen. Just be harmless as doves. Don't listen to someone like that. You are to be as harmless as a dove, but as wise as a serpent. And Paul said, be strong in the Lord. Do not be weak in the Lord. Do not be soft in the Lord. You can be tender. You can be merciful. You can be great. You can have all the fruit of the Spirit. But Jesus had all the fruit of the Spirit and flipped tables and braided a whip for 20 minutes so he could whip the snot out of people that were using his father's house. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Zechariah 4.6 says it's not by might nor is it by power, referring to human might and human power. But it is by my spirit, says the Lord. When God's spirit comes on you, something shifts. There's changes that are made. When God's spirit came upon Samson, he ripped apart a lion. He killed thousands with the jawbone of a donkey. When the Spirit of God came upon Elijah, he outran chariots. When the Spirit of God came upon David, he slayed giants. He ran at a troop. He leaped over walls. The Spirit of God and the Spirit of faith that comes on your life makes the impossible possible. You're no longer affected by your atmosphere. You affect your atmosphere. You're no longer dominated by your circumstances. You dominate your circumstances. The anointing makes you strong in the Lord 
and in the power of his might. Somebody type, I'm strong in the Lord. Oh, I feel the anointing on this today. People are going to walk out refreshed after this live stream. You're going to walk out strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So whenever the devil lies to you and says you're weak, whenever the devil lies to you and says you're not anointed enough, you're not strong enough, you're not capable of going through this, you just laugh at him. Ha, ha, ha. And you say, shut up, Mr. Devil. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack no good. He anoints my head with fresh oil. My cup of blessings overflows. Psalm 92.10 says that the Lord exalts my horn and he anoints my head with fresh oil. When the devil starts telling you that you're weak, you start rising up and saying you're strong. God told Job, when men say that there's a casting down, you will say there is a rising up. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The baptism of the Holy Spirit makes you strong in the Lord. And you'll never be weak another day of your life. Even in those areas that you identify as weaknesses, when you're strong in the Lord, God shows up strong in those areas. And you will not fail. You will have good success everywhere that you go because you're strong in the Lord. Now go to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power wherever you're at right now. Say, I receive power from on high. I receive the power. And for people that are jumping on right now, these are how to access the greater works that Jesus said we can access. Give this video a thumbs up and send it to somebody. I receive power. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the outermost parts of the earth. When the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you receive power to be a witness. Your life becomes a testimony. Your words carry the weight of the anointing. Everywhere you go, people will just say, there's something different about her. There's something different about him. They're strong. They have power. The devil's scared of them. When they walk in the room, things change. When they come into the building, the atmosphere is different. When they're around, when they talk, when they sing, when they preach, something's different about that person. That's how people will speak of you. When you walk in the anointing of heaven. You will be strong in the Lord and you will receive power from on high. Now look at Acts chapter 2. This is what happened when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples in the upper room. Verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a mighty rushing wind came from heaven and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. There appeared to them tongues as of fire, being distributed and resting on each of them. And they were all filled 
with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them to speak. When God's Spirit comes upon you and fills you and you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, that fire gets lit inside of you. You begin speaking in other tongues. Something just starts to bubble up and out of your spirit. Suddenly, you're not the same person that you were before. Peter, in the Gospels, denied Jesus three times. He denied Jesus in front of some servant girls around a campfire. And then a few chapters later, the Holy Ghost falls. Peter gets filled with the Holy Spirit, begins to speak out in other tongues. And there's a mighty anointing, a mighty fire that rises up on the inside of him. And he stands up. And he preaches an anointed sermon. And 3,000 get saved. Good morning, Shayla. 3,000 get saved. When a couple chapters previously, he was denying Jesus before some servant girls. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost comes. And Peter's not the same man. He rises up strong and leads 3,000 to the Lord. And the Bible says, and people were added to the church daily. They were multiplied. And then in Acts chapter 5, you see that Peter was walking down the road. And as he's walking down the road, he was so full of the Holy Ghost that they were laying people beside him as he walked by, hoping that his shadow would come across them and they would be healed. You can do greater works in the earth by the power of the Holy Ghost. You just need a fresh baptism. Somebody type, I receive a fresh baptism today. I receive a fresh baptism today. Ephesians 5, verse 18, I believe it is, says, Do not be drunk with wine, but instead be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. Be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. That means you can receive a fresh baptism, a fresh infilling, a fresh empowering, fresh oil from heaven. You can pray every day, Lord, baptize me afresh in your power. And every day you can walk in a strong anointing. Be continually filled with the Holy Ghost. Hebrews 1.9 calls it the oil of gladness. You'll know because a joy will bubble up in your spirit. You'll just start laughing. Ha ha ha. You'll know that fresh oil has come upon you. Because the joy of the Lord will strengthen you. That oil of gladness will give you strength. So that no matter what your circumstance looks like, you're not dominated by it, but you're anointed to dominate it. You're anointed to change it. You're anointed to uproot it, overthrow it, destroy it, build and plant new things. To prophesy God's will for your life. You'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Glory to God. I'll tell you a story and then I'm going to pray for people to be baptized fresh today. I was fasting and praying a couple, about a year ago, for some meetings that I had in the Midwest. And as I was fasting and praying, I wanted to see the miracle power of God work. So I'm fasting and praying. Amen, Jonathan. 
I'm going to pray for you, Jonathan, that you lay hands on your mom and she gets healed. Stick around to the end. So I was, I was fasting and praying for a mighty anointing as I go into these meetings to heal the sick and to see miracles. And I felt the power of God. I could just feel it radiating off my body. I could feel the overflow of the Holy Ghost pouring out of my cup. And I go up to preach. And as I go up to preach, there's a woman that gets carried into the meeting. She couldn't walk. She was kind of crippled. She looked like this. She was about 80. Her eyes were closed. Her feet were almost dragging. She couldn't even walk herself. Two other older women, her friends, they carried her into the meeting. And when they carried her into this meeting, I started to preach on how Jesus is a healer. How he lives inside of me. How God's word will heal you. How the anointing will heal you. As I lay hands on the sick, they will recover. And all of a sudden, as I'm preaching, I see life start to come into her body. And her eyes start to open. And I can tell she's being healed. But she's not fully healed yet. And she tries to stand up on her own, but she couldn't stand up on her own. Byron, I'll I'll pray for you at the end. Stick around. She tries to stand up on her own, but she couldn't stand up on her own. So her friends pick her up and they help her as she starts walking. And as she starts slowly getting her strength back, I ran to the back of the room and I laid my hand on her forehead. And I said, you spirit of death, I command you to leave this woman now. Loose her. And I said, I command life into your body. In Jesus' name, be healed. And I walked back up to the front. And when I walked back up to the front, she just stood there for a second. And she got this big smile on her face. And her name was Carolyn. I said, Carolyn, how do you feel? And she said, I feel good. And she got healed. And she ran up to the front of the room and gave me a massive hug. The Lord totally healed her. She had Parkinson's disease. She got healed in the meeting and she was carried into the meeting. And by the end of the meeting, she was running around the building, but it gets better. After that, another woman was stirred. Her faith was stirred in the crowd. And she came up to me. She said, my father-in-law is stuck in bed. He's bedridden. He can't get out of bed. How can I get him healed? And the Bible said in Acts chapter 19, that Paul had rags on his body that he would take off of his body and he would give to people and they would be healed. So I took my do-rag out of my pocket and I put anointing oil on it and I prayed for it and I gave it to her. And she took it home and she came back the next day to the meeting and she said, I gave it to my father-in-law. And when he held it, he said, I feel better already. And within 10 minutes, he was up on his feet and walking and he got healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. This generation needs the power of the Holy Ghost. We need the fire of heaven that burns out cancer, burns out Parkinson's, burns out diabetes, burns out heart issues, organ problems, lung issues, breaks the power of addiction in people's lives. You've got to contend for the power of the Holy Ghost. And when you do, he'll show himself strong. Megan's in the comments right now. I know Megan because her nephew had cancer. And they brought him to one of our meetings in Iowa. And I laid hands on him and I cursed cancer at the root. And Jesus healed him. The power of God is real. And you can receive it today.
wherever you're at right now, I'm going to pray for you. And as I pray for you, the power and the fire of the Holy Ghost is going to come upon you through this screen. It says in Acts chapter 10 that as Peter preached to Cornelius' house, his whole house was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak out in other tongues. So wherever you're at right now, I want you to lift both hands up toward heaven. And I'm going to pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, baptize your people now with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Spirit from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Receive the baptism of fire right now. Jesus, baptize your people in fire. I bind every sickness and every disease in your body. I break every addiction right now. I loose the freeing, yoke-destroying power of the Holy Ghost into your body. I curse cancer. I curse anxiety. Depression. I uproot every plan of the devil against your life in Jesus' name. Be filled with the Holy Ghost now and receive power to be a witness in Jesus' name. Wherever you're at, I believe the Holy Ghost is touching you. Just receive. Say, I believe I receive the anointing and be filled afresh this morning. To do greater works. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost. The anointing is for you to do the works of Jesus in the earth. To be a witness. Jesus said that the Spirit of God was upon him for a purpose. To preach good news to the poor. To bring freedom to the captive. Sight to the blind. Deliverance to those that are oppressed. And to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Today I proclaim God's favor over your life. The anointing today will bring favor to your life. Supernatural doors will begin to open in your life starting today. Supernatural opportunities. The anointing is going to draw supernatural relationships into your life. You're going to have the best four months at the end of this year that you've ever had in your life. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, I want you to type in the comments, I receive it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, I believe that people were touched today. Amen, Megan. Megan, let me know in the comments, are you able to make it down to three days of glory? We would love to have you come join us in Ruston, Louisiana. I hope you're able to make it. Amen, Shayla. Before I go, I want to give people an opportunity to give to the ministry today. If you've been blessed today, oh, that's all right, Megan. I hope we see you next time. 
If you've been blessed today or you've been blessed by this ministry, I want to give you an opportunity to become a financial partner with us. Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Whatever you give, in that measure and greater shall it be given unto you. He said, in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Men will give liberally into your bosom. We're currently feeding 1,500 kids every month in other countries that can't feed themselves with an organization called Feed the Hungry. I also come on here four days a week and I preach the gospel. I teach the word to you and everybody else. We're about to cross over 400,000 YouTube subscribers today. Which is just amazing how God has blessed us. Ray Thomas, you said put the dates. I'll, I'll put the dates up in a second and I'll play the video for you. But I want to give people an opportunity to give first. But we're getting ready to cross the 400,000 subscriber mark. So those of you that join with us and you partner with us financially, you help us to make a difference in this generation. We just crossed over 2.3 million people on TikTok and we're getting ready to cross over 400,000 on YouTube today. So we're reaching a lot of people with the word of God. I get messages every day of people saying, I just gave my life to Jesus. We have over 200,000 views on our salvation video on YouTube of how to get to heaven. So I believe that the majority of the people that watch that video said the prayer with me and they received Jesus as their Lord. So that's almost, if not at least 200,000 people that have given their life to Jesus through this ministry. Which is a major honor, and I'm very thankful to Jesus for anointing us to do so. But if you'd like to partner with us financially, I'd ask you to pray and ask the Holy Spirit what He would have you give today. You can give through Cash App at Dollar Sign Revival Way. You can give through Venmo at Revival Way. You can give through PayPal at Revival Way. Or you can give on my website, RevivalWay.com. And you can click Partner Financially today. A lot of people will spend $100 a month on Taco Bell or McDonald's or Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts, but they don't spend $100 a month on advancing God's kingdom. I believe you're different. I believe you're someone that will say, I'm going to connect my finances to the advancement of God's kingdom. Because Jesus said where a man's treasure is, where his money is, his heart will be also. So you prove to God that your heart is tied to the advancement of his kingdom when you connect your finances to the advancement of God's kingdom. Nikki Razo, God bless you. So I want to give people an opportunity to sow today. Jenna said, Taylor, would you ever come to South Africa? If I was invited to come and preach, I, I believe I would come as long as the Lord told me to go. I would go. I'd love to go to South Africa. I'll go wherever the Lord tells me to go. I want to honor and acknowledge some people that have given. John Stafford is always a great giver. Thank you, John. Thank you, Amber, for your generosity, you and your husband, Jeremiah. Thank you, Megan, for being a financial partner. I want to thank some others that have given on Cash App and PayPal. Felicia, thank you. Denise, thank you. Jess, thank you. Pastor Larry Hodges, thank you. Tim Holm, thank you. Marvin Walcott, thank you for your giving. Benjamin Witzel, thank you for your giving. I genuinely appreciate every person 
that helps us out. Some people are able to give $50. Some people are able to give $100. Other people can give 1000 Other people can give 10000 You just give at your level. And whatever the Lord tells you to give, I thank you for it. And he's blessed by it. I'm going to pray for people that are giving today. So if you need a financial miracle in your life, I'm going to pray for you. And I believe that the Lord's going to do a mighty miracle this week in your finances. Whatever you gave on your device, on your phone or your laptop, I just want you to hold it in your hand as I pray with you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, every person that gives to this ministry as seed in this soil, I join my faith with whatever they're believing for. Would you make it happen for them? I prophesy and decree, decree and declare financial breakthrough in their life. Father, in Jesus' name, would you encounter them as the God of the breakthrough, as the God of more than enough? Bring financial breakthrough to their life today. In Jesus' name, money miracles this week. In the name of Jesus. CR Gaming, thank you. God bless you. And real quick, before I show you this video, I want to show you. People that have businesses, I know there's business owners that follow me. If you want to see God do a miracle in your business financially, tie your business finances to the advancement of God's kingdom. Many business owners tithe and give offerings out of their business to ministries. God will bless your business significantly when you take finances out of your business and plug them into the advancement of God's kingdom. I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it in other people's lives. So if you're a business owner, connect your business finances to the advancement of God's kingdom and watch what he will do with you. You will be absolutely blown away. And anybody that gives today, I'm going to put this on the screen for you real quick. You can see this. And then I'm going to play a video for you. These are some books. Anybody that gives $50 today or more, I will send you my book, The Law of Sowing and Reaping. Anybody that gives $100 or more, I'll send you both my books, The Law of Sowing and Reaping and Renewing Your Mind for free, just as a way of saying thank you for your giving. And anybody that gives $1,000 or more, I'll send you both of my books, and a book that changed my life forever called Financial Overflow by Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Powerful book. These books are powerful. All you have to do is email us at support at revivalway.com. Give us your mailing address and how much you gave to the ministry and we will send you your books in Jesus' name. So anyone that gives today, if you give according to those amounts or more, you'll receive those books. And if you're looking for an encounter with God, I want you to stick around for a second and watch this video from my pastor because I want you to come and join us for three days of glory in Ruston, Louisiana. I'm going to play this video for you quickly and then I will see you next week. Thank you everyone for your giving. I love you. God bless you. Stick around and watch this video real quick. Hello everyone, I'm Stan Pody, and I would like to invite you to a very special meeting coming up called Three Days of Glory. That's right, September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, right here in Ruston, Louisiana at Faith Church. We're going to have three power-packed days 
full of faith, the word, impartations, and the joy of the Lord. If you want more of God's presence in your life, or if you just would like to activate the gifts and call of God, come be a part of these meetings. Miracles will be in manifestation, the power of God, and did I mention the joy of the Lord? For more information, you can check it out on the screen, but I look forward to seeing you this September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for three days of glory. I'll see you there. Praise the Lord. Well, like my pastor said, you're not going to want to miss these three days of glory. You like how I just scooted back into the camera real quick? I love you guys. If you want an encounter with God, get to these three days of glory. You can go and register at fcruston.com, fcruston.com. This is Labor Day weekend, Friday, September 2nd through Sunday, September 4th. You don't want to miss these meetings. They will change your life. Make sure you go. Make sure you get registered, and I'm excited to see a Labor Day weekend. Well, God bless you. Join us Sunday morning at 11 a.m. for our church service. You will not want to miss it. It will be anointed. It will change your life. We love you. We bless you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Adios.